Kids 7 Figures. I'm Sandy Waters. You guys are the best. Thank you for checking out the podcast. To our dedicated listeners and subscribers who are helping spread the word about the podcast, thank you. Seven Figures is presented by Family First Credit Union, local financial products and services designed with you in mind to help you and your family save and spend smarter. It's human nature, right? We all get comfortable. We feel safe in our daily routine. But what if something happens unexpected that shakes things up, like a financially devastating divorce or a sudden layoff at your dream job? You are then thrown into uncomfortable territory, and it's hard. It's hard to pick yourself up and keep yourself motivated, to be forced to reinvent yourself. We cash in with a man who really did deal with all that, the financial pains of a divorce, and then suddenly being let go from a very well-paying job, faced with the challenge of reinventing himself. Michael Donahoe, the executive producer, managing partner at Something to Say Communications. Thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me. Now, the financial challenges that you've overcome, I think a lot of people will find it to be motivating. Can you give us a little bit of the backstory? Well, we were talking about the mid-90s. Things were going very, were starting to go well. And we were starting to really have a house, have a couple cars, and just had a fifth child. It was like just a lot going on when suddenly our marriage blew up. And uh, that brought me to a very different place, which Mm -hmm. was basically I was making enough money to cover uh, spousal support and child support. I had a $600 apartment, and that's all I had left over. So it was brought to the point of figure out what you're doing. And it was my attorney. Yeah. It was my attorney who actually said to me straight, he said, he said, it'll take a year or so, but this is the place you're going to have to be in figuring out how to do it. And we did. We did. And, you know, thinking back to it, that was one of the most amazing times. You have five kids at this point? Yes. It was uh, 38, I believe, at that time. And my children aged eight to two. At that point, I was fortunate enough to have already found a very good career in the pharmaceutical marketing industry. Okay. I'd moved to the agency level, and I'd been involved in that up until a little over a year ago. And at that time, we agreed that uh, all five of my children would be under primary custody of their mom. Uh, they were living in Pennsylvania. I was living in New Jersey at the time and working in New York City. I'm now in Rochester. I ended up up here because I met somebody. We decided to move up here. And I, uh, I've been working actually back and forth from here to New York City. I was commuting for several years until the point where a little over a year ago with a company I was working for, which was one of the top four or five in the world, uh, decided to go through a 40% layoff. Oh, and at geez. that point, we, my wife, myself, and it, with discussions with the three younger children, had made a decision. If I had left that job, we'd try to reestablish myself in this area uh-huh. and also consider gaining custody of those children. So putting putting the, the marriage, the parenting, and all that first. And then starting all over. That's intimidating. Trying to figure out, now what do I do? I think the biggest thing is understanding the core of who you are. Okay. And it was funny. I was looking at something yesterday that showed uh, Myers-Briggs, and I looked up at mine. Number one job, it says advertising executive. And you get reminded that, that that's key. Okay, that's a core of who I am but the ability to move into other areas. For example, I said I'd worked in pharma marketing. Before that, I worked in business services, and I had worked in telecommunications. I worked for a little company called Lucent at one period as well. And the big thing is right now I am working with some small business in areas I have never worked in. But 
it's right now a period of change. It's a period of growth. As I had mentioned now that the children, these the three children are with me, it's been taking a lot more time. When you haven't been parenting full-time for 10 years, it's a different world. So having to focus in and understand what their needs are, balancing what the family needs are financially. Yeah. But it, it's it, I think the emotional was always easier because I was not having to be there 100% of the time. I could always come in and be a specialist and answer a problem after that problem has already exploded. Now it happens in front of me. So the opportunity with what I'm doing in trying to get my business to a position where I feel successful is it's a different measurement in what's needed for the family. And the thing is, it's different too. My job used to be my job. I'd leave on Sunday night and then come back on Friday. We get a paycheck. Today, it's a much different situation than it was a year ago. And even though it's, it's again challenges, failures, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just keep moving. Don't don't now, stop. When you were in Jersey, you had a very well-paying job. Yes. And when you moved to Rochester, was it, okay, I'm at zero and I got to create something? Pretty much. I've had to give up financially initially. I do not believe this is where I'm staying is in this spot. I believe success is, is right around the corner. Uh, and then the contacts I have are very, are lar- you know, very, very large amounts of people. It's just, you know, finding those one or two people who could use my services and um, who I can build a very good relationship and trust with. It's the fear of the unknown that I think is the biggest challenge for people. How do you overcome that fear of the unknown, that fear of being uncomfortable? I think the biggest thing is to, two things, is to make sure that you're communicating those concerns and fears with the people you trust and are knowledgeable. Second thing is being teachable. And I think the one thing I'm learning is it's such an answer to say, oh, you're 40, the world is gone, you have to change. Yeah, we always have to have that ability to change, but don't lose your core self of of who you are, where you've come from, things like that. And I think... That's the one thing I, you know, when you start to get a little bit further in life, Mm -hmm. you have, you start to, it isn't that you're looking back and getting stuck and saying, oh, the good old days, but where was I at when I was 22? Where was I at when I was 25? You know, like we said, I came up to Rochester because I'm in a second marriage. Was Rochester the city I'd planned to be in in my life? No. But even taking a look at it, if I, with my business, if my business is to grow, does it need to be a Rochester Finger Lakes based business? And where it has all of its core clients? No. I have hundreds to thousands of contacts out more than 500 miles from this location. Yeah. I've lived in Pittsburgh. I've you know worked in the Philadelphia area. I've worked in the New York area. I used to work in politics many years ago as a professional um, campaign and field guy. You know, you have to use that. It's, it's like a suitcase. I mean, you put all these things in your suitcase, but know how to open them up. And pull them back out, blow off the dust, make a, a connection, check in. It's 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 all about relationship. It's all about taking what you know and being teachable. But taking that risk, that's right? A tough it's all one. about risk. One of the, just to, to to promote one thing that I've read that I always love, or actually two things. There's a book by John Maxwell called Failing Forward. I've read that book at least four times, and it is true. You cannot have that fear of failure, and and whatever, even the same type thing. Okay, if I pick up the phone and somebody says to me, I need a certain type of creative background, if I don't have it, do I have the ability to go find it and manage it? Absolutely. I go and do it. 
And that's the thing, right? That's the place where I'm right now with my business. Okay. Is to say to people, mm-hmm. you need, my background again is producer. I am a producer. I'm a project manager. I get things done. I'm that guy after the sale. I get things done. And that's what I'm most proud of is getting to those results, having that pretty picture, having that website, whatever it is. So I try to apply that across my life. I cannot be afraid. I've been growing gardens the last three years. I can't be afraid that something's not going to work. I'll get yield somewhere else. Same thing with my children. We just finished the quarter, and you could ask them. We weren't expecting 100% where everybody's making A's, but we had an expectation that all the work was going to be done. So it it's f- setting those goals and doing your best to meet them and not hanging on when you do not meet them either. I know some people do that, but I've learned I can waste more time getting stuck. Oh, I didn't meet my goal. Mm, okay, what did I learn? True. I would beat myself up a lot with any uh, little mistake I would make. That's I do, I, do, I do a lot of that, so yeah, I, that's what I try to get through. Now I repositioned my mindset of when you make a mistake, it's not even called a mistake anymore. It's right. called, hey, now I know what not to do next time. Exactly. And And then just keep that motor going and success. And if you have that clear vision... Any step you take, the next step you take needs to be towards that goal. And that's exactly it. Sometimes when you try to get from one spot to another, there's going to be blocks. There's going to be challenges. And again, is it a knowledge-based issue? Is it something out of your control? Is it something you can go around? You know, it's the old thing. If you have a wall in front of you, what are your choices? Go above it, go under it, go around it, or go through it. And, you know, you, you may not be able to do any of them. So that means you step back and you say, okay. What else can I do? What else can I do to make this happen? I mean, sometimes that wall's up there to protect you. You just have to be able to identify that. Final words, I guess you could say, to motivate somebody who is not sure of their future. I think the biggest thing is taking the time and asking yourself, where do I want to be or where do I need to be? Again, with myself, I have one child in college and four possibly on the way. That's one question. I am married to somebody who's really having a career that's taking off. How can I support that? What can I do? It's it's setting the goal, but again, not getting stuck if you don't meet the goal. I think that's one of the things that these motivators speak to. They make it seem like, oh, we're sorry, you, you failed and you're done. It's like, it's you're not done. You're not done. Just keep on going, especially if you're somebody who is coming through a divorce. I think that's key. I, I mean, I know it's a, a specific thing that we're that I'm mentioning, but At that point, everything is dark ahead of you. Mm. But let me tell you, that light at the end of the tunnel is not a train coming at you. It really is light. You just got to keep on. Sometimes you got to crawl slowly through it, but get the right people around you. Have faith, you know, just really have that heart to to get through it. And in time, you will get there. I try to instill that even in, in the children around me. And see, even some of the volunteer activities I've started working on is just, and you see a lot of hurt out there especially when kids come walking through the door and you're trying to instill that simple thought. It's like, this is a moment. This is not your life. It's a great way to look at it. Thank you so much for coming in and, and inspiring us to, um, to keep pushing forward and succeed. Well, thank you for this time. Greatly appreciate it. Next week on Seven Figures, we'll get you caught up the new scams out there that you have to look out for. And these scammers are getting pretty clever. We'll let you know the details about the recent Netflix scam. If you should still be concerned with that Equifax breach and the next time that you're at the gas pump or ATM, what you need to do first before you swipe your card. 
And now I leave you with my favorite part of the podcast. It's Father Knows Best, my dad's two cents. Have a great weekend. Dominate your finances. When investing, they say don't put all your eggs in one basket. Well, things have changed. Now you can buy one index fund that tracks the entire U.S. stock market. You could even buy one that tracks the world markets. So go ahead, put all your investment dollars in one basket. One well-diversified basket.